Hello and welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined by Colin. How you doing, Colin? I'm excellent, John. Yourself? It's good to hear you're excellent. I like that. I, I don't know how good. to up with that because, you know, usually what, what you do is you say, oh, I'm good. I go, oh, I'm great. You know, something like that. But I'm outstanding. Okay, there we go. Good, good. No, we just watched something good, so mm. I'm in a good mood. I went into this thinking, okay, this is going to be crap. It's a WWE Studios film. It's a biopic. It's not going to be very good. But I was pleasantly surprised. Is it WWE Studios? Yeah. yeah ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so this is a movie called Fighting With My Family which is a biopic of the lovely Paige. Yeah, I did lots of research on um, on Paige on the internet before I'm um, watching this film. <laughs> how, how long was that, John? How long? Yeah, well, I know, I know. I'm actually surprised you've lasted this long without I making know. jokes about the Paige film, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was only a few minutes, well, but that did the trick. <laughs> hey, well, you know, elephant in the room has now been shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was all right, actually. I I really enjoyed this. I I thought that the writing was actually very good. In terms of, like, structure and stuff, it was definitely a hero's journey structure. Yeah. And it just worked really well. I thought it was actually quite funny. I think there was some good British humour in it. Well, that's how it is. When you get Stephen Merchant away from Ricky fucking Gervais, he's actually really funny. Unlike Ricky fucking Gervais. (laughs) Who I want to punch in the throat every time I see. And mention, apparently. <laughs> and mention. <laughs> he opens up and she's fighting with a brother. She doesn't want to be a wrestler, but her brother's really into wrestling. He's called Zach, by the way. Basically, the opening is just a montage, isn't it, of her training to be a wrestler and wrestling. Hashtag local wrestler, whatever. <laughs> in Norwich, that was good. Wrestling capital of Norfolk. <laughs> Wrestling capital of Norwich, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, it was, good. it was good. It was like, you know, you could tell it was on location. I've been to Norwich. I've seen buildings. Yeah, I think they were in Cromer as well. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that by the seaside? I saw um, I saw various arcades and stuff. It looked very seaside at times. Yeah, I've been to Cromer as well. So, yeah, that was good. And, and the, the accents seemed uh, good as well. They didn't just sound like... Because I hate it when you watch American actors trying to do British accents and they all sound like like Tony Blair appearing on The Simpsons or something <laughs> like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, have you ever noticed on The Simpsons, whenever any actor appears on there that is British, they don't actually sound like themselves anymore. They just sound like a generic British person. Yeah, well, they're probably told by the people in the studio, like, oh, can you, can you say a little bit more British? Because we, we can't actually understand that. So Yeah. Yeah, so basically Paige and her brother, both wrestlers, and the brother really, really, really wants to get into WWE. And he's basically a wrestling teacher as well. Their family run a wrestling school. And we get told throughout the film that the dad is a ex-con and, you know, wrestling. He's a bit like a religion to him. It brought him out of his... Um, criminal ways so that's good and so we get yeah. a clip of a guy who is one of zach's students who's who's into dealing he's dealing drugs because of wrestling he's getting out of that so that's good yeah i thought at times some of the bits like that was a bit in your face and everything a, a bit you know this is where all the cliches start to come in a bit oh this is layers of <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm saying like 
when I said the hero's journey thing, this is like it hit all the beats for where a hero's journey <laughs> should be. It's like there's a bit in Hero's Journey, which is at the end of the first act, which is called the the refusal of the call. And I thought, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do refusal of the call? Because you know she wants to be in a WWE, and it was the bit where she goes, "Oh, I want my brother to come, and if you don't let my brother come, then I'm not going." So, ah, there we go, excellent view. <laughs> so I was glad that was there. I sat there with the outline, the uh, plot formula for the hero's journey, and were like, "Right, what do we need next?" Okay, <laughs> needs to go to the new world of the Starvac Two. Brilliant. Phew. Mm. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. So Paige is basically hustling on the streets of Norwich and. Handing out flyers, trying to get people into wrestling, and these bully girls come up to her, call her a freak. Yeah, that's not been done before, has it? She's getting bullied, man, and it's not nice. And I don't know, I think at this point, I just thought, this is going to be really bad. And do you know yeah, what the but, line was that turned oh, me? This film was full of so many great lines. The line of um, the girl saying, well, I've never had anal bleeding, and I'm, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it. So then Paige threatens to shove her friend's head up her ass. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, yes, that's so good. Yeah, so that turned it round for me. It's like, yeah. Yeah, mention rectal bleeding and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so there was there was another good one as well that was, because um, I went back to the wrestling and stuff, and they're taking the piss out of a lad who uh, gets an erection while wrestling, Paige. <laughs> that was all good. Yeah, and they, they seem to be just like, Right, let's just just get some. Like this had nothing to do with the story, but there was a guy who, or is it the the dad, was trying to book some matches. I think he was basically be this guy's manager. And he's like, oh, "Are you prepared to take this? Are you prepared to take this?" And he's like, oh, what, "What about a bin lid?" And he's like, "Oh, what do you mean?" And so he hits him around the face with a bin lid. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take that." Yeah, what about a bowling ball to the balls? And he's like, uh, "What's it going to be like?" And then he does it, and he finds it very painful. And he goes, how much is that going to be? He's like, oh, that's 60 quid. It's not if you're worth me driving for 60 quid. Yeah, go on, I'll do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was that, good. And that's the mentality of the wrestler, just yeah. in general. Just they do stupid things because they're stupid people. So we, we know at this point that the family is struggling for cash. Mm-hmm. So wonder if that'll play into anything later. This is where we hear about the guy being a con as well. And he says, you know... I'll have to go back to thieving. I'll have to go back to robbing banks. No, you're not robbing banks. Blah, blah, blah. So. Gavner. Yeah. Me old China pop. <laughs> you have to, you'll have to reprise his old role in Spaced. Yes, that was driving me mad. Where did I know him from? Yeah, it was, it was Nick Frost. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it was, of course it was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, really obviously. And now you've said it, it's like, oh, that was bugging me. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to like look it up or read the credits, you know. But yeah. <laughs> like, Nick Frost. Oh, right. <laughs> well, there we go. That's that sorted. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that mystery solved. So yeah. So they had the um, stuff with the brother Zach Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. His missus is pregnant. She's called Coltney. Coltney. Is that uh, named after the baby from EastEnders? It is. I think that's that's what it was from. I mean, or Courtney Love. Either way, it's terrible. it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a scene where we get like Stephen Merchant, and we meet Courtney's parents, who seem to be a bit kind of upper middle bit, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a bit, bit or middle class and still middle class. Unlike you and me, John, who just became middle class. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think um, this bit with the um, with the uppity family was um, had probably my favourite line in the film. It was when um, Dad, what, what what's he called again? Dad, guy from space. Let's anyway, skip over that. Nick Frost. <laughs> yeah. When Nick Frost the said, David um, Frost. The late talking, yeah, David Frost, the late great David Frost, when he was talking about his various injuries, and then um, Sweet Soraya says, "Yeah, and you should see his cock." And then um, and then Zach turns around and says, "Mom, company." Oh, sorry, you should see his penis. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was then going back to the hero's journey. We had the call to adventure, literally yep. a call. From <laughs> WWE. Yeah. So this is the bit of um, you know they're going. Oh, you, you come into SmackDown. We saw your tape. You look great. We want to see both Paige and Zach to come for a tryout. And then they go to the O2 Arena, which. Looks a bit like the Millennium Dome to me, but I don't know. awfully like the Millennium Dome. You're right. Can't believe they just copied the design. It's just. <laughs> but why should they pay for another design when they've got that one, that old building that's doing nothing there? That's a good point. So they go and they're backstage at the WWE and they bump into The Rock. He just comes across as really nice. Yeah. He, he... Apparently he is. He. Um does a promo in the rock style incredibly charismatic and because he's the rock <laughs> yeah and you go oh yeah that's why that's why i used to like wrestling <laughs> remember when they used to have stars colin who like mm-hmm. yeah i remember when they could and... create stars as well they need a bret hart or a Shawn michaels or a rock or an undertaker oh sorry yeah they've got, <laughs> they've got an undertaker who you know they're calling the dead man and he he literally looks like he died about 20 years ago now. So. Yeah, well, they've, they've got Seth Rollins these days, the company boy. His stuff with um, with that Will Ospreay is hilarious. I think Have it was you... just a bit embarrassing. It was like, I, I, expe- I honestly expected him to both send each other dick pics at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like... Well, hasn't, what's his face, Seth oh, Rollins yeah. has been on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, he actually issued an apology on Twitter the other day. Seth oh, Rollins, oh, well. yeah, and Will Ospreay said, that's fine, just buy me an Andos sometime. <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah, and um, they did the whole cliche thing, man, I used to look up to you when you were Tyler Black and that sort of thing. I still follow your career now, and oh. blah, blah, blah. We were there, we were there. We, we were there. Support act, weren't we? Will Ospreay. That was a few years ago now. It was in five-star wrestling. Do you know what was crazy, actually? I mean, this is nothing to do with wrestling, but I realised it was... Ten years ago, a few weeks back, that we went to see um, Faith No More. Yes, I am. Um, I was thinking about that as well. It was also ten years ago, roughly speaking, when we went to see TNA in Birmingham that time. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. But yeah, Faith No More. God, that was good. I want them to <laughs> just come back and do another album because Sol Inviticus was um, so underrated. I never got into it. Thought it had some good songs on, but it was like as an album, just. I think what it is, it's um, Faith No More have, have sort of become Mr. Bungle a little bit. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Oh, no, it's not a bad thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, oh, right, okay, sorry, going back to this film. <laughs> right. Yeah, there is a great line, actually, with The Rock that I've just remembered, which is it's something like, what are you, are you Make-A-Wish Kids or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's what, yeah, this guy just says to him, you can't hang out with The Rock, you're not Make-A-Wish kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, oh, so it's good. I wonder how that got through. 
I thought yeah. WWE would have poo-pooed that one. Well, yeah. Well, it's probably probably like, yeah, you could keep it in. It's The Rock, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> he's funded it or whatever. I think it is his production company, actually. Rock. It is, yeah. Right, onwards, where are we? Yeah, he was probably like the lights days. Yes. So, Hero Journey, they've done the tryouts. Yeah, yeah. Wait, another great line, actually, um, by Zach was, I'm the toughest bastard in this room. Oh, I shouldn't swear in front of women, sorry. Yeah. Just after saying he's the toughest bastard. (laughs) I thought that was great. Yeah, so they have the the audition and... um, Page. With the cream of British wrestling in there, I recognised um, Dave Mastiff and uh, Pete Dunn. Yes. Whatever happened to Pete Dunn? Isn't he like NXT UK, which I've never watched? He was a champion for about a year. Okay. Then he lost it to um, oh, what's he called? That brilliant guy, the so, big German fella, Walter. Walter. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favourite matches of the year. Actually, was the, that match with. Pete Dunn and Walter at NXT TakeOver. That was awesome. <laughs> it was. Back to the film, because we're doing that thing again. Um, yeah. Everyone everyone gets cut apart from Paige. So yeah. she does that thing that you mentioned. Uh, what's it called? The um, the refusal of the call. Yeah, yeah. So she demands that Zach gets in, and it doesn't work. And the guy says, well, see you in Florida. Yeah, she becomes the reluctant hero at that point. She becomes Frodo. Yes, which is also another <laughs> hero's journey. <laughs> but yeah, they go to the airport, they do the goodbyes, blah, 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 break into Act 2, which is where they arrive in Florida. She's in the new world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she meets some vapid bikini women on the first day. They do stupid drills. Zach, he's sad because he didn't get in and his sister did. But then yep. he has a baby, or at least his missus did. Dud? Yeah, his, his Mrs. Dud had a... Are you sure that's alcohol-free beer you've got? Uh, I've been up since half four, so... <laughs> well, it's only five hours ago. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Zach has a kid, or at least his wife has one, and he's happy. And then we cut to the promo class. Yeah! She basically does a generic promo, and the guy's like... I thought her delivery was excellent, but... Yeah. The concept was dull. And then we cut back to Zach, who seems to be doing like the horrible hardcore shit with like thumbtack matches and stuff. Why do people do that? I don't know. I don't know. You're asking me. I've no idea. Fun facts for the film. The other guy in the ring with him was the real older Knight Brother, the one who was in prison. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there's a bit where Paige is... She's a bit of a fish out of water, trying to understand this new world and... Um, takes a piss or is is trying to kind of make fun of the other girls who you know all they want to do is jiggle their ass and tits she says and they're just bikini models or dancers or cheerleaders and they're like yeah that's what we are (laughs) and um she does a match with one of the bikini girls and she gets accidentally hit so Paige smacks her back says it's Uh, a receipt yeah, you got that in the wrong order. It was the big. Um, it was a receipt came first, and the bikini girl um, mocking the bikini girls came second. Okay, well, yeah. I'm so sure, that, I'm sure it makes just, a massive difference. <laughs> I think it. I think it does because that makes it sound like it was all deliberate. Paige is pissed off because they can't actually wrestle. She actually really can wrestle very well. Yeah, there's a bit of a clash with the coach, and there's all tension and conflict there. That, that'll good that'll pay off later hopefully and 
She's struggling. She talks to parents and she just says that she's finding it difficult. She misses everyone. She's homesick. And then she does, what is it, first kind of stuff for NXT. She gets stage fright. And she gets heckled for being unattractive. I think she's lovely. Right. This is when my suspension of disbelief that I was like I was just like nah bollocks <laughs> there's no fucking way she got heckled oh you're not attractive you're ugly uh, yeah, whatever yeah this is a wrestling crowd there was bound to be at least half of those people who would have thought that she was some sort of goddess she's really sad Zach's sad too they're both sad <laughs> I was feeling sad at that point were you feeling sad as well it was very sad and Zach bails out on his students and Paige has a bit of an identity crisis because, you know, she's a freak. She is. She's unattractive. Again, another lie. And she dyes her hair blonde and gets fake tan. It just doesn't suit her. No, she looks ridiculous. (laughs) And they do beach wrestling and obstacle courses. And, you know, she shows grit, but she learns a lesson about humility and judging other people. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, she's talked to the coach because she's really pissed off about her brother and, you know, he, he tells why the brother isn't right for the WWE. He basically says that he's nothing but a, a jobber and that's it. And he's um, got his best interests at heart, as it turns out, because he's telling his own story. This was the bit with her flipping over tyres and she couldn't and she gives up. Yeah. But she doesn't honk the horn. No, they have uh, explain the horn. So this is like having Navy SEALs training, which is basically you have a horn that you go and honk when you're ready to quit. And you can honk it at any time and then it's over. They do that in Navy SEALs with a bell. When you do your training, you can just ring a bell and then you're done. And then you're out yeah, altogether. Yeah. Fair enough. So you can quit at any time, you know, ring a bell, you're done. That's it. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning that after that match, I think it was, that... Um, Zach sent the tape over to America and they gave it a critique and they said that the answer's still no and he was sort of crying and begging on the phone and that's how miserable it was. It really is his life. This is where they're going to come together again because she goes home for Christmas and she's not sure whether she's going to go back. She's really upset and then she finds out that her parents have basically sold out a show based on her as the draw. So she's going to wrestle her brother but he shoots on her brother and uh, he tries to hurt her and does moves on her and everyone's pissed off and upset and Paige confides in Zach that she's thinking of quitting. It was before the, and that's why he shoots on her, it was yeah. before the match and that's pissed him off basically, so that's why he shoots on her. Yeah, yeah, and then he he tells the parents that she was going to quit and so the dad's yeah. pissed off, he's like, I'll oh, drag you there, rah, rah, rah. And mum tries to give her a pep talk, but it backfires, and it's awkward. This is the bit of the film which is known as the um, All Is Lost moment, <laughs> which, which then goes into the dark night of the soul. Which is it like the bit in the never-ending story with the horse, that really traumatic yeah, 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 bit? Yeah. This is the, the bit in Hero's Journey, I think they call it the belly of the whale. This is just like where everything's the worst and it's shit. There's no way that this is going to get better. So, yeah, may as well just quit now before it gets worse. Have you ever thought of writing for a living? <laughs> <laughs> this is the trouble. Now, when I, I watch films, I just see the structure, like, really obviously. <laughs> it's like, I watched, um, what was it, Moana recently, 
And there's a thing in Hero's Journey which is called, I think it's like the door to the underworld is like, you know, you literally go down into the underworld. And it's like she literally opens a door and goes down into the underworld to go and try and get a treasure from a crab played by the guy at Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I just thought, ah, it's, it's like, it's really <laughs> obvious. It, was it any good? No, oh, it's brilliant, yeah, good film. Oh, right, okay, so you, uh, because hasn't it got The Rock in it as well? Yeah, he's... Uh, there we go, so we can put that We can put that on this one as well if you we want and get, and get an extra episode out of it. It's, it's relevant, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically it's, it's the same story. It's, okay. It's <laughs> and, a, and how's The Rock in it? He plays Maui. Right, um, okay. So he's basically a demigod. So it's not going on the stool chart? No, no, no. Oh, excellent. Right, so Moang is a good film. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> bonus episode. Show me not doing Patreon anymore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, just just having, like, being too keenly aware of the structure of things, and it's like, oh, here we go. This is the bit where this is going to, oh, there we go. <laughs> it's like watching fucking Wonder Woman and just going, Right, okay, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. yeah. Or um, watching The Incredibles 2 as well, when it, yeah, and it was like, okay, so that's obviously the bad guy. <laughs> so Did that, you see it coming that the um, woman was the bad guy in the film? Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah. okay, so she's the mentor who's going to turn. Right, okay. I thought it might have been both of them. I thought it was too obvious with the, um, whatever he's called, Jimmy. Right. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah. So, back in um, Sunny Norfolk um, <laughs> over Christmas, Zach goes and picks a fight with some thugs and basically starts a fight in a pub and he's, he's rather successful in this fight. Um, right, this was great. Why was this bit great? What made this so magical? Do you remember well, the soundtrack? No. It was um, <laughs> Mistletoe and Wine by Cliff Richard. Oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I um, to, to coin a wrestling term, I popped huge for that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought that was great. <laughs> we thought of fighting a film about wrestling that didn't feature wrestling moves. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's like you should have at least thrown in a suplex or <laughs> or a stunner and did his back in or something. Plus one through the pool table. Yeah, yeah. So we we basically get Zach and Paige talk to each other, and he says that Paige took his dream. And she gives him a pep talk and says, you know, it's her dream as well. And uh, he's pissed off that she's thrown it away. And then the dad comes around and he supports whatever choice she makes. Yeah. They do start to get through to each other at that point, the um, Paige and Zach. Um, you, you just see the little seed has been planted that she's just got to him a little bit. So a chance for him to change his ways. Yeah. And so with the break into Act 3, we get the fusion of the ideas from the old world and the new world and so she goes back to her old character she dyes her hair black and you know goths up she goes back to her true roots she's herself yay her hair must have been in terrible condition after that amount of hair dye black then blonde then black again yeah and so basically she gets good she makes friends hey she defeats the challenges she she is victorious woohoo and suddenly, um, three years seems to elapse in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then she goes to WrestleMania. Yeah. And we see lots of cameos of wrestling people. Sheamus, Big Show. I thought that was quite yeah. funny when they're yeah, at the catering bit. Yeah. Did we see the Miz walk past? Was he there? 
We did. He was eyeing up the women. I don't think he was supposed to be. I think he was supposed to be just being friendly, but he was clearly having a good look. Yeah. And she meets the rock again. And yep. he calls up Paige's family. This was quite funny, actually, because it was like meant to be a big moment. And the dad's like, he's fucking calling us on WrestleMania. Oh, it's ridiculous. And then he goes, hey, this is Dwayne Johnson. And he just goes, bullshit, and hangs up. <laughs> what he says is, this is this is Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and I'm Vin fucking Diesel. So I thought that was a good response. But then Paige phones back and says, no, it actually is um, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Mr. Rock. Yeah. I like that they keep calling him Mr. Rock. Oh, but he does the classic bad news and good news bit as well. It's yeah. like Alan Partridge saying, I failed at failing my A-levels. <laughs> <laughs> She's no longer going to be on NXT because she's going to Raw. Yes. Yeah. But then he puts the pressure on. He's like, you know, this is where you're going to fail. This is it. Everything else doesn't matter now. This is the bit where you find out about the um, the coach's creepy nickname as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sex tape. Sex tape, right. Come on. Because he makes people famous. I thought that was a good... Um, <laughs> that wasn't a reference to her, her other movies. <laughs> just, just a thought. Paige, she's about to go and do the finale. Will she or won't she be well, able to defeat the dragon? Is our hero having doubt, John? Yeah, she is. And Zach's back as well. He's um, He goes around and starts up his training school again. He rounds up all his students, gets the kid off drugs, gets him away from the bad guys, the dealers. Just you know. a blind kid. Yeah, so if he, he finds meaning, so that's good. He he enjoys his life. He's worked out that he didn't need to find the hero inside himself elsewhere. It was within him all along. That's how he becomes a dad. A good dad, you know. Good tutor for the other wrestlers. Oh, and you see that um, other night person has come out of prison and is getting fit with him again, and he's going on the straight and narrow as well. So Paige gets psyched at Raw the next day, and we think there's going to be a stage fright thing. We get the noise that happened when she had stage fright the last time, and her brother calls, gives her a pep talk. It's all very nice. And then there's the match with AJ Lee. Whatever happened to her, she was good. Lovely young lady. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that um, bothered me um, watching that bit of the film was... I'm not saying it should be entirely historically accurate, but I remember watching that episode of Raw because that was back when wrestling, well, WWE used to be not terrible. And when Paige came out, that place erupted. Yeah. Um, because people had been waiting for her to get onto the main roster. She was making such a noise in NXT. And... Yeah, it was basically the Raw after WrestleMania crowd. So. Yeah. You know. And um, everyone knew who she was, and she was beloved. And then she goes and wins the title and becomes even more beloved. Yeah, and gives a passionate promo about representing all the outsiders and freaks, because she's a freak. And Oh, I hated that promo <laughs> so much. <laughs> yes. She wins easy. the title from AJ. And her family are happy. There's celebration scenes. Oh, and... Um, the, the, com the comic relief of um, having the posh people there getting a bit uncouth as well. Yeah, yeah. And you have the coach and everyone clapping her. And brother's yeah. happy and everyone's happy. And, and her friends are happy. Yep. 
that's where the film ends. Video footage of the like home movie footage, I suppose you call it afterwards. Yeah, I thought that was really good. They had footage of that sad scene of when she really went to America, and um, I thought, ah, it actually did happen like that. So it's true. It's true. <laughs> so it's that. That's a good point, John. It's so true. So no, no stool chat. I thought no this was chat. an extremely good film. Yeah, Re- yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in terms of like, you know, comparing it to like The Godfather or something. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not that level. But for no. the, I don't know. I think the low expectations going in, and whatever. You know, it's like. I don't know what a good three and a half star film, you know. It's, yeah, it's, maybe even seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it, and I probably wouldn't watch it again, but I'm glad that I did watch it. Yeah, I was just glad that they got a lot of British swear words in there as well. But yeah, oh, I need to go back and just another one of my favourite lines because, as I say, this film was full of great lines. It was when Paige starts talking to the blonde girls for the first time and one of them says, oh, you sound like a Nazi in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. The scripting of this was really good, surprisingly good, actually. Really good lines. And it was funny. And the girl who played Paige was really good actor and, you know, great. Yeah. No issues at all with this. I think it was good. And it was never hammy at any point, really. I never found it to be over the top or anything like that. These films usually are. I thought the coach was really good as well. I liked him. Yeah, he was... Because he could have been a bit more over the top, couldn't he? But he was quite understated. So I think that worked really well, yeah. I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't Bill (laughs) DeMott. Yeah. Huge erection. <laughs> Whatever happened to Bill Demott? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if the stories about him are true. Ugh. There is a certain level of truth in there, yeah. and I would believe it. I, I think that's. I'm, I'm not going to go off Schofield's law on this. I'm not going to say it's not smoke <laughs> without fire, but he was challenged about it and he quit. Yeah. So I think I think it was all true. Allegedly. Oh, or a lot of it was true. A court heard. Yeah, yeah. And we'll stick to that. <laughs> and we'll stick to that. That's that done. Anything new with you, John? Uh, just a lot of writing, man. I've had a bit of a weird week in the sense that I've had three projects that I've been working on all come together at the same time. So I've finished book four of my Wasteland series and I've started revisiting book two of my Gambit series and... I finished the Black Death trilogy, and I've written a spin-off of the Black Death trilogy. Yeah, it's all like come together this week, so that's good. That yeah. that's true. That is true. So yeah, so just lots of, lots of writing, lots of productivity. Good, good. Yeah. I've been watching The Sopranos. Yeah, that's good writing. It's it's not bad, is it? I, I've I just I've just started the that. fifth series. Yeah, and um, I think it's. In terms of HBO things, I think it's the first or second best that I've seen. In terms of writing, it's as good as The Wire, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I think you've got The Wire and, um, yeah, like Larry Sanders' show as well. That was HBO. That was good. And Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. If you've not watched Breaking Bad, watch it after The Sopranos because that is fantastic. 
we shall see. So, um, anything that you want to plug before we disappear? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well, John, as always, it's been fun. Like, we've done a few good things recently, because we did the Man on the Moon and this. (laughs) Yeah, so we need to get some crap again. I need to to vent my spleen at something. We're far too zen. We need something. We need something bad. So, I don't know. We, We should look at film starring Hulk Hogan maybe because I think the last one we did was Santa with Muscles we could we could um, I think what we could do is maybe review his sex tape as a bonus episode I don't mind you doing a solo one if you want <laughs> absolutely fine like you know I'll have to bleep out when he goes off about black people and stuff yeah I don't want to I won't want to talk about that I, I wouldn't want to talk about any of it to be honest <laughs> and yet here we are <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly so but we're not talking about it we just but yeah yeah we're not talking about what hulk hogan did or didn't say well yeah. what he did say yeah yeah or, or do to alleged friend's wife allegedly a court did hear <laughs> a court did hear <laughs> and did and the court did award him an absolute shit on the money yes <laughs> <sighs> that's what that's poor what hulk did that's what i need to do i need to get a grubby mate yeah. Get a billionaire with a grudge to uh, help me out. Actually, you know what? I am going to plug something. Yeah, so I do do another podcast called the Sci-Fi Roundtable. So if you're interested in sci-fi or fantasy kind of stuff, there's a lot of sci-fi authors who come on there and we geek out about stuff. So until next time, cheerio. Farewell. Hey,